0: Welcome to the Veggie's Banger Reviews. I'm Veggie.
1: And I'm Mrs. Veggie. Today we're talking about Jujutsu Kaisen Episode 3. Itadori, Fushiguro, and Gojo head out to meet up with the third first year, Kujizaki Nobara. Thereafter, they head to an abandoned building where Gojo tasks Dori and Kujizaki with exercising the curses lurking inside.
0: Before we get into this episode, I must say we started out the episode in Japanese.
1: I figured it out guys. I figured out HBO Max
0: and this show is so rapid yeah it's so hard to physically take notes and watch the episode and pay attention to everything that we had to switch it back to English.
1: I know I really wanted to watch it in Japanese, but it is just so rat tat tat which I like I've said before I really like um but we had to we had to cave and go back to English.
0: It's no shame because honestly, there could be no language spoken and the amount of curse slain, curse breaking that they have is excellent.
1: Visually, this show is awesome. It makes me so excited to watch it. I really like the colors. I like the action. I like how everything moves. I think it looks really great. Totally different from Demon Slayer, but I really like it.
0: So we pretty much starts out the episode with uh, everyone together other than uh, Nobara. And they're talking about how they're going to go pick up the third first year. Yeah. And that is Nirbara. Uh, so we see, see her, or ideally her, entering Tokyo. Yes. Um, and she's she's there for a reason, which we find out later in the episode. But uh, we, won't, we won't talk about that just yet.
1: We also get a spoiler into the uniforms. So uniforms can have customizations. And Ida Doris has a hood.
0: Yes. So uh, that being said, before that happens, uh, Nirbara... Travels through Tokyo and looks at sites and everything like she shows sites that she knows of uh, and for a reason we'll go over that later
1: a bakery keep in mind a bakery was high on her list
0: and she there's a scene of a scout uh, talent scout like walking around next to another girl asking if this girl wants to come be a model for his agency uh, and the girl's like I don't have time uh, and then. The girl walks away from her. Then Nabarro is like, Hey, what about me? And he's like, Looks, takes a look at her, and it's like, kind of thing, and tries to run away. She grabs him by the collar, and it's like you see this little animation of the guy like running away with his feet kicking, like ah. And uh, she's like, I'm asking you a question. It's pretty funny. Yeah. That we get this thing. She's aggressive. But I must say, Nabarro is very attractive. I don't see how in the world of like, This universe right now takes place how she's not attractive. So
1: I think it's less her physical appearance and just her personality. Homegirl is judgy and you see the judgment on her face immediately. I
0: don't know. But uh, talking about judgment, she meets Itadori and Fushiguro at the same time. Fushiguro. Fushiguro at the same time. And Uh,
1: Gojo and calls him out on the blindfold. Well,
0: the only thing I wrote down is she called Itadori a potato.
1: I'm a potato.
0: <laughs> so it was It was pretty funny. Uh, the other two things. Yeah, she she was like, what's up with this blindfold?
1: And then for Fushigiro, she was like, oh, he's so hoity-toity. Like, she just is so judgmental. And she doesn't hide it either. And I think that's kind of what the talent scouts saw. That was a little bit questionable.
0: I'm already in love with her.
1: Oh, I identify with her a little too much. Got to be honest with you. So... Gojo then decides, like, hey, we're going to do a field trip. We're going to be in Tokyo. And
0: they're both of the. So we also learned that uh, Nobura and Itadori are both outsiders. So they live on the countryside. Yeah. Where um,
1: Fushigiro, Fushigiro is, is normal to he's, the city. He's, yeah,
0: he's normal to the city. So both the Nabiro Uh, And Itadori are extremely happy to go to Tokyo.
1: Yes. And I identify with that as well. That would be so cool. But it turns out it's just a ruse. Gojo sees an abandoned building next to a cemetery. And we get a very brief moment where Itadori is basically like, oh, like there's a cemetery. So there must be curses there. And Fushigiro corrects him and be like, no, it's the associations you have with cemeteries, which, again, makes total sense. So, I have never thought about that yeah, way. He,
0: well, he explains that curses are made by fear and uneasiness that like the graveyard produces. Yeah, the
1: and, negative vibes.
0: Well, yeah, it's still negative vibes. But he explains that, hey, it's fear and uneasiness is what they say in this this episode. And uh, so the uh, but he also said the yeah. building building, too, which I guess still is, if you think about it, Abandon is another negative vibe, so
1: have you ever gone into an abandoned building of course illegal or Ill- or illegally
0: we don't talk about that okay guess <laughs> um, so they go to this scene uh he sends uh gojo sends in Nobiro and Itadori. and is pretty much like, hey, this is for you guys uh, go in here, find the curse
1: and we've also learned at this point that Nobara has experience. So she has her how she's going to fight curses. Well, they,
0: yeah they said when they meet so when Fushiguro and Itadori are talking they make a comment where it says she's already been decided to be in to Tech like years before. Yes. Or, I, they don't say years but they say time before like she was her, her application whatever you want to call it was already processed and like she's yeah. already been recruited. So, so she so,
1: has her skills. Um, it's not going to be like the, the wolf's that Fushigiro does.
0: Yeah, or like in Ito, Itadori is only there because he ate the finger. Like yes. that's the only and, reason he's invited to Jujutsu Tech. And
1: he can see curses. And we've acknowledged that that's a really small population of people who can actually see curses. So Gojo is like, hey, you don't have that skill yet. You don't have that special ability. So I'm going to give you this to fight off demons. And it's has The slaughter demon.
0: Yeah, the slaughter demon looks like a like a like a cross between like a machete and a butcher's knife. Yes, but it, it's more shaped like a machete, but it's small like a butcher's knife and shorter than machete. It's kind of weird, but very awesome. And the one thing I don't I don't really get is he's capable of using it right away. So I know he's like very talented and everything. But I feel like if you if you hand someone a weapon.
1: but Remember, he's a physical phenom. I
0: know, but you, you still you hand somebody a weapon and it's.
1: Well, it's not like he has to learn how to pull a trigger. He just has to not but
0: still, hit like, himself. So, serial killer TV shows, like you learn that, like, hey, if you want to kill someone with a knife, you stabbing down is not as beneficial as actually like stabbing up because you go through that way. It goes through the rib cage a lot easier. Guys, you didn't learn that here, but uh, like, it, for instance, like things like that. But he's he's very well capable of swinging this thing, and like we see when he fights the first demon. I mean, it's so God demon, he fights the first curse that he's like chopping the arms off and legs off of this curse, like, and it's just destroying it right away. So he's, he's very like, he's above, above average. Yeah, he's in above all average. all shapes and forms.
1: So I just, sometimes you have to suspend <laughs> logic and reality. They're also fighting curses.
0: <laughs> so he gets, before we get into the fight, he, they give him the, the slaughter demon, which again, and Nabara
1: movie. judges it hardcore.
0: Well, also, they tell, Gojo tells uh, Itadori, like, hey, you can't uh, let um, Tsukuna out. Yeah. Because he actually repels curses.
1: Yeah, so he'll destroy the curses in the building, but he'll take out everything.
0: So, yeah, and then we get the Nabora pretty much, like, again, judging, like, hey, huh whatever kind of thing roller
1: coaster of emotions so
0: they they send both of the students in and gojo is pretty much outside like hey this is where Nabarro tests like we know what itadori is capable of kind of thing He's this is crazy. really this is really just for her uh so we we get the first scene of like they had this like chat between each other of itadori and Nobara, uh pretty much having this chat between each other and they just decide to split ways he doesn't really like the idea. He's like, Hey, this is, we need to take this serious. And she's like, well, I know what I'm doing. Ideally, like we can go separate ways. So he, he runs into the first demon. He pretty much just stabs at the death, like slices off the arms, does some cool moves. Very awesome scene. Um,
1: so I have a question here though. So the curse was like, do you need a receipt?
0: I and, think that's just,
1: and well, and this is leading into my question. So that's what the, this demon was saying that, the, previous demon in the school was saying like do you have the time or what time is it something along those lines so why are the curses asking such like
0: oh i thought the receipt thing was like the the like new uh like hip thing like show me the receipt
1: oh no that's only when i'm being sassy at you and you try and call me out on something and i say
0: show me the receipt well i think that's Uh what that is for like you need the receipt
1: but it, do you remember in the previous episode with the school? Well, it he was just asking, walking around
0: asking what the time was.
1: Right. So do curses go around kind of like, are they, have they taken so much energy from humans that they've also taken in some of the, I don't know,
0: like maybe, normalities? Maybe that curse was like a cashier yeah. asking like, hey, do you need the receipt? Well, well, yeah, that's I'm, that's what know. I'm
1: asking. And this will lead into a different question. But well, I'll I'll get to my my second question after that. But that's my first question is like, why are some of these curses asking normal conversation questions? Well, since
0: we're off the rail, you might as well ask the second question now.
1: Okay. So then we see a higher level intelligence curse.
0: Okay. Let's go over the first thing. So they fight, okay. they kill the, he kills the one demon. Then it goes to Nabarro upstairs and you see a bunch of mannequins in, in the room and she can sense which one is the actual curse. So, Which I thought was pretty cool. And her powers is pretty cool, too. Like, she physically takes out a hammer and two nails.
1: Well, you, did you see what the episode title is? No. Girl of Steel.
0: Oh. Mm. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. She, pretty cool, she's, like, talking to the demon, like, hey, you need to do better than this. She takes the nails, hit him with the hammer, flies into his head, the mannequin's head. It, like, falls down to the ground, like, catches itself a little bit, and then... Then that's when like the curse wakes up sees like eyes on the side of its head and he stands the, the curse stands back up and she's like hey you should really remove those nails and then she takes the nails like with her fingers whatever I don't know Jedi force. I, I was
1: also thinking somewhat like Doctor Strange like
0: whatever force that she has <laughs> we don't know yet and just like pushes them farther into the guy's brain or skull, whatever you want to call it. I don't know if curses have brains. It doesn't matter. Uh, and just disintegrates his head. Like, yes. boom, he's dead.
1: And then we get the reveal that there's a kid. Kid
0: in the room. So
1: and the Al, kid... Can
0: you ask your question?
1: Almost. Okay. So the kid is like... She's like, oh, I'll go get you to Dory. You Dory will, like,
0: help yeah. or whatever. Well, she, she says, oh, the kid must be scared of my beauty. I get it all the time.
1: So bizarre. And when the kid goes to move like hey you can't leave me here we see another curse
0: come come, out of the wall come
1: out of the wall and grab the kid and hold the kid as hostage we then jump to gojo talking to shigeru about hey country curses are not the same as city curses essentially like the population's bigger they can take on stuff so not only are they growing but they also can basically like gain skills or gain intelligence Intelligence, yeah Yeah. Um, so my question then is so obviously Itadori went after like a lower level curse and it was asking like receipt 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 when we meet this one with higher intelligence it doesn't really say anything it eye rolls which I appreciate Um, so as they get more intelligent does that mean it's not going to be asking those dumb questions like,
0: there's no such thing as a dumb question. Well,
1: okay, but is it going to be separating out the, like, mundane human things that we do every day? I don't know if I'm asking my question correctly, but I think.
0: I think you're overthinking this already. Probably. I think we're in episode three, and they very well might answer this in the rest of the 23 episodes that we have. Okay, well, maybe we're going to table out, this one. We're going to table this one. Maybe there's such a thing as, like, the 12 Kizuki of curses, and we find out that there's, like higher rank curses and stuff well like we
1: that. already know that one's a god and he's eaten two of the fingers <laughs>
0: <laughs> um yeah it sounds so weird when you say that but uh the curse does take the kid hostage pretty much puts a nail in its neck like its fingernail it starts to bleed and then um she pretty much states like hey i can tell this this curse i keep on calling it a demon this curse has uh, intelligence it knows that it's a lower level so it's physically like making me make a decision between like saving this human so it's very weird because she the she, chat that she has survival she goes all right i can the kid can die i can live i can die the kid can live it's better that i live if anything so she drops down her weapon her nails and hammer and then the curse doesn't drop down the kid so she's pretty much like oh crap like He didn't do what I thought he was going to do, which in my opinion, I still don't, that process is, I didn't know if that was like a a translation issue between Japanese and English. Like that process doesn't go through my head at all, where it's more like I can either save the kid and die trying and the kid still lives. Like me personally, it would be like, I don't know if that was her being her like arrogant self of it's like, Hey, I'm the only one that really matters.
1: Well, she's cold as ice. Well, I know. So (laughs) I don't know if
0: that was the reason why she said it like that, or is it? Like, you don't think of, like, hey, if the kid lives, that's great. If I die, it's okay, kind of thing, because I'm saving the kids. So it was just weird how it was presented and everything like that. But eventually, she, Ida Dory, when they're like, she puts down the weapons, Ida Dory comes and punches a hole through the wall. Yes. Which we're like, okay.
1: And then he and he goes, did I miss? And, and he, he then ends up hitting the curse.
0: Yeah, and he cuts, cuts the curse yeah. on with, with, I gotta say it, the slaughter demon.
1: And he, he grabs the kid. And during all of this, the curse is trying to get away and actually gets out of the building, kind of just like.
0: So yeah, the curse swan
1: dive out like of the jumps window. Out. Yeah,
0: <laughs> he doesn't like. Ideally, he can move through walls, so he doesn't really like jump through the window. But he act, like you think he's jumping through the window, uh, and they pretty much freeze for a second, and then it goes to Gojo, and um, Gojo looks at. Uh, Fushiguro. I, think, I can't... Why I can't remember. It's Fushiguro. And Fushiguro looks like he wants to attack. And he's like, no, wait. Let's let's see what he does. Yeah. So they go back to Itadori and Nobara. And she says to him, hey, give me that hand. So you see the hand of the curse. She takes out a straw doll from her jacket, throws it on the ground, takes the nail into the straw doll, strikes it with a hammer. So it's kind of like a voodoo doll. And all of a sudden you see like spikes flying out of the demon. God, the curse. Outside the window and he just disintegrates in thin air.
1: And I wrote down voodoo doll as well. That was the only thing I took away from that. But then Gojo is like, oh, she is crazy.
0: Yes, Gojo is like, I think then knowledge is like, hey, she's awesome kind of thing. Well, I think that's
1: she, what, she will fit in.
0: Yeah. Uh, then they had this, the no- Nobara and Itadori had this little like talk again was like, hey, what do you eat that you can like punch holes in the wall? And like... He's like, oh, like, well,
1: it's really just them bickering back and forth like you do when you're in high school.
0: It's not reinforced concrete like it's just concrete like and she's like average people can't punch holes in concrete.
1: Yeah. And then he snaps at her and is like, I have you've been asking me all these questions. I have a question for you. Why are you doing this? And she basically confesses like I needed to get to Tokyo and I didn't want I didn't have any money
0: yeah so he, and then he they go in the debate of like, oh you you're gonna come here, risk your life just to save money and she's like, yeah, and we find out that she has a friend, so this is the the kicker part the from the flashback. uh her friend's name is Sori, I believe is pronounced correctly uh, that we find out that moved in and was her next door neighbor on the countryside and then i I don't know why the like townspeople were so like negative towards her, but
1: well, it's it it's people trying to change what people are used to is people you know they thought she was being judgmental they thought like oh she's sticking her nose up at us poor country bumpkins um I mean you can you can kind of get that sense if you live out in the sticks I thought
0: she was just too pretty or something that's why I didn't well like
1: no that like she says like everyone thought you know she thinks she's better than us blah 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 and it really just all comes down to like people fear change people fear what they don't know And it created a really bad environment, so she left.
0: Yeah, so she moved out, and um, at that time, Noburo was like, "Hey, I'm like getting out of the countryside myself. Like, I don't want to be here." I I do
1: have a question though about this as well.
0: So that's why she wanted to go to Tokyo. So that's why we got the little flashback of her going to Tokyo, and the like. She talks about the they used to share baked goods, and the uh, girl would always say they're better at from the bakery than like the ones I make and everything. So that's why she wanted to go to Tokyo and go to the bakery. Question time.
1: Okay. So she says that she's super pretty. And then she goes on to say that she's as nice as a nun. Are nuns nice?
0: Why wouldn't they be?
1: Um, Coming from my family's uh, Reformed Catholics, we're going to call them. I've just heard just horrible stories about nuns. I've never associated nuns as being nice, so I just wondered, are nuns nice in Japan, but they're not nice over here? Also, if you ever watched any crime story that involves the Catholic Church, nuns are involved in a negative way
0: they they also have
1: the rulers on your fingers. like
0: that's like saying like any any crime that happens out at a school has a teacher involved. Of course, they're just that's what it's populated with. like the nuns are definitely going to be involved in the church if if it's it's either going to be the, the pastor, priest, whatever, or a nun or, you know what I'm saying? I'm just,
1: I was just taken aback by that because I don't have any positive associations with the idea of nuns.
0: Yeah, but you've heard one story out of millions. I don't, personally, uh, I don't mess uh, with uh, nuns either, so it doesn't matter.
1: Anyway, so uh, yes, we get that that flashback of Sayori telling her, hey, you need to go to this bakery. And then uh, Nabara then is basically talking to herself and is like, hey, take me to that bakery if I ever meet you here. So she has a goal of meeting her friend here.
0: And then my favorite thing about the whole episode, other than the, the curse breaking, whatever, uh, is the fact that when they were done the mission, they all decided to go out to get food. Yeah. like It's so normal. What a perfect way to do everything.
1: Because she also says uh, she gets hangry. I identify with that. I get hangry. <laughs> and always like, when aren't you kind of in a bad mood? Um, but that's not the true ending of the episode. The true ending of the episode is this weird mission report where,
0: well, I think the weird mission report is the mission. Like that's going to be what they set up. But it also shows that the one of the guys, cause you hear like the guys talking to each other and he's like, what's that thing in the sky? And everyone's like, what are you talking about? So it also shows that there's like another well, they said seer out there.
1: Yeah. Well, they said it was a non jujitsu sorcerer could see this. They called it a womb.
0: Well, technically, yeah. I mean, technically, Itadori right now is a non-jujitsu kaizen sorcerer. Yeah. Because he hasn't graduated yet. I don't know how the title works. I don't know if it's like once you're there, you get the title, or is it like something you physically work for? Well, their first years,
1: I don't know. So so we get this mission report, and it says that uh, first years were taken, and one of them died. So...
0: Yeah, but I'm assuming it's not one of the three that we know. Like, this is.
1: They said these are the only three, though.
0: Well, no, i They I'm, made I'm, a
1: point of saying that. I think
0: this was, I think this was like past tense or a different part.
1: I don't know. I was. I think this is at a,
0: I think this news report, whatever you want to call it mission report, mission report is physically at like a different time.
1: It said 2018. I don't know what that means. Well, I don't know what this what, timeline is.
0: This show takes place in t- 2018.
1: Oh. Okay. Well, I interpret it as it's talking about one of the three that we are introduced to. But I doubt that it
0: is. I mean, how they, they, well, one, you can't, you know, they can't kill off Itadori because he has to eat the fingers. And then two, they can't kill off Nabura because everybody just loves her already. And Fushijiro is just like.
1: I actually really like him too. He's, I also identify with him.
0: uh, Fushijiro (laughs) is like the the one demon slayer that finds Nezuko and Tanjiro. god what's his name the water guy god i can't i'm putting you on the spot and i can't even think of myself
1: i've been really focused on getting the names right in this show i, I, I saying, can't I, go I, back
0: it, it's all through my head <laughs> it doesn't matter but uh um yeah i don't think i think this is like something that's already past happened as in like
1: well i'm intrigued because so yeah i get, think it's. i guess we gotta pay three. attention to episode four we also need to work on our remembering of names
0: <laughs> true you know, the funniest thing is we'll be done this and i'll come back to me um but yeah overall episode three is pretty good i love the new introduction to characters
1: i love the energy of this episode
0: um i like i like itadori as a character i think he's gonna be really cool i i don't know how he like this ends up in the long run Like, I don't know if he just becomes, like, this giant curse breaker that, like, eats all the fingers and they, like, just find so much good in him that they keep him as a weapon. Uh, Because ideally he's going to be, like, the master curse at the end of the the thing after he eats 20 fingers. I mean, he's eating the king of the curses now, so he's going to become the king of the curses. But I guess he's going to be able to control it at the same time, so... Do they use them as like a weapon of mass destruction kind of thing against other curses? Well, there's or like, this
1: there's this whole idea of control. So if he eats more fingers, does he lose control of said curse? That's going to be something to look out for. Like they've mentioned, they've mentioned it too many times to like not pay attention to that.
0: Yeah, We'll find out.
1: But I'm excited. I like I like the vibes of this show.
0: I do too. I, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, this is like a a, a great thing. Uh, after the uh, watching Demon Slayer, now not comparing it to Demon Slayer, uh, the but one to thing compare that, it, the, the one thing I would notice is kind of like this Jujutsu Kaisen is kind of like I would say flat in colors, as in they're not like as vibrant as what Demon Slayer is like.
1: And I haven't noticed that they've used CGI in Jujutsu Kaisen. They use CGI in Demon Slayer,
0: so I don't know if that changes later on and everything like that. I don't know if Demon Slayer is a more had more budget like the animation company is a more budget company as in like they had more money to spend on it and i don't know what it goes into detail of like if red costs more than blue the produce or anything like that if it's that serious uh but this definitely seems a lot flatter so far uh compared to and that's not a bad thing i'm just comparing like the two art styles uh there's definitely like when you when you saw things in demon slayer everything was Different colors and many of colors of the same shade and, and everything like that. So like it was the flame of the sword was all different color reds, where like here we just got like a basic basic blade that well actually sorry. The slayer, the slaughter demon. We got the slaughter demon that when he stabbed a demon, crap. The curse. That one was because curse, of what they did. Yeah, named yeah they called it. The when he when he stabbed a curse, it was like purple blood came out. And it was just purple blood. You know what I'm saying? And then when they went into navora her she she did like her nails the nails that she produced were like radiating in blue, so like that's what I mean more colorful more vibrant more like over the top so i'm don't know if that gets there that's the only thing the main difference I'll know is between the two uh but still even though it's like flat in color, it's still an amazing amazing show so far I enjoy it,
1: yeah, I definitely enjoy it and uh i See, I disagree that it's flat only because I think the music and the well, you're dialogue... Taking,
0: you're taking flat as, a, like, a bad way. I'm taking, no, well, I'm just saying flat as in, like, like that's dull. the easiest way I can think about describing it. Yeah, dull would be a perfect word, too. They
1: use pastels. They're using pastel colors.
0: Yeah, like, I wouldn't <laughs> but, say, like, even lame. It, it's just they're, like, basic colors.
1: Right, like, And but I, but I think if you were to have used those vibrant colors that you saw in Demon Slayer with this type of music and with this red tat dialogue... It would be too much. It would actually be sensory overload.
0: Oh, no. That's what you want. See, no. Remember episode 19 of Demon Slayer? Like that was sensory overload and you were just like edgy. Yeah, but you don't want that
1: for every single episode. That'd be too much.
0: There's no such thing as too much.
1: Okay, maybe I just have some sensitivities. No, there's no
0: such thing. (laughs) Imagine if you had your favorite ice cream flavor every night.
1: It would get dull.
0: And then you'd want more. No, Did you want something better. So you get even more vibrant colors.
1: I think that's actually against the normal logic. If you have something every single day, I don't think you want the next level. I think you want something different.
0: Which would be the next level, but it's anyway. not
1: the next level. You just want something completely different. So right. I think it's a balance of the more pastel colors with the music and with the dialogue. That's just me. We both like it, though, guys. We both like this.
0: Yeah. Amazing. So far, episode, episode three is great. Episode one was great. Episode two was kind of still iffy, but just as you guys give it a watch, we still don't have a sign off yet. So we're just going to go with you guys know what I'm here for. I'm here for breaking curses
1: and we'll curse you guys later.
0: Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast and taking the time. Please like follow subscribe on any of the podcast platforms that you guys listen to us. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. We're going to start using those more often. We're growing. We're going for the sky, baby. Uh, give us a, a follow on Twitch. It's twitch.tv slash veggie banger or twitch.tv slash Veggie and twitch.tv slash the veggies.